Nanya said this past Latanyo, Lafekshino, and this past Tan. There has been a lot going on considerably with Israel and Hamas. My hearts are with the Israel uh, people. I'm thankful and grateful for everything that God has provided for them, as well as so many different things that's going on. My heart goes out to the people that have lost loved ones and also have, you know, suffered un un I mean un unfabulously to a lot of different degrees. I am truly am my heart uh saddened and broken after so much has been going on. But I know that God is still on the throne, amen. And through it all, I know that we are truly living in the last and evil days. But we need to make sure that we are doing what God says do, amen. And so I have been doing Bible study once again here in my home and just having just different conversations with a younger generation about who God is, about, you know, having so many different uh, situations, dating advice, uh, what's going on and, you know, what we as a people, as a nation should be listening, hearing and talking about. And it's just sometimes you have to kind of take a step back and honestly listen to people's hearts, honestly listen to how it is for them, because the next generation really wants to be heard. And in so many different cases, they're not heard. They're not, you know, spoken to. They're not given a time to honestly sit there and say how they feel and what's going on with them. So to me, truly, that it has become a great, you know, burden for us as the church. I don't mean a building. I mean the church. We should be living the way that God has told us to live, has called us to live. And I've had seen where I've had seen where a pastor has been able to have relations with uh, one of his members and has developed, you know, sexual diseases. And so many different things are being called out because of us, of the body of Christ, for some of us not listening and heeding the word of God. And to me, that speaks volumes because if we can't get it right, how is it that you expect the person that is, is the sinner to get it right? And I mean, you have to analyze yourself. You have to sit there with the Holy ghost and honestly have a conversation with yourself, not just sit there and say, well, you know, this is what's going on and make excuses. I have to honestly, every day have to analyze myself because the enemy wants you to go back. He wants you to be able to do these different things. And do you understand that whatever you do in the dark, is going to come to the light. So I am, you know, today, I mean, honestly, analyze yourself analyze what's been going on with yourself. If you have any sin, any hidden sin, anything that's going on with you, you need to get in your prayer clause. You need to be repenting. You need to analyze yourself, sit back 
and just, you know, make sure that the things that are of God is of God in this season, because we're going into a different season coming into these last times. It's going to be, you know, I can honestly see, and I've talked to so many different people is that the separation of God's people and Satan's people. You can see it now vividly more so than ever. And, you know, some people are, oh, well, you know, saying, well, pastor, prophetess, you know, you know, how can you sit there? But you starting to see the divide. You're starting to see what God is trying to tell us is that he has had the wheat and the tares to grow together. Now you're starting to see who is the wheat and who is the tear. And you're starting to see more of the prophecies coming forth. You're starting to see more of the biblical translations of what's going on in the holy word that is of God starting to transpire. And we as a nation, we as a people, we as, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to start realizing this is going on. And we need to open up our eyes. We need to immediately wake up. And I have been so, not confound, but, you know, just so much is going on that you really have to wrap your head around it. And then at the same exact time, it's like, you know, having the attack with Israel and then having so many different things that are going on. And then some of people are starting to honestly, you know, you starting to see an excel, uh, an exhalation or, uh, increase in, you know, psychological warfare. And you're starting to see an increase of people losing their minds and, you know, people killing, you know, children are killing their, their parents and parents are killing their children. And you're starting to see a whole lot of different things going on. And I want to say this, that we need to get into a realm of for God, I live for God, I die. We need to get into a whole entire realm of, we need to be living by faith and not by sight. We need to get into a realm of holiness is where we need to be. And we need to get into an intimate relationship with God. We need to be trusting him on a daily basis. We need to be talking to him. We need to be trusting in him. We need to be, it's not just you're living for yourself. No, you're living to do what God says do. And I mean, it's so much uh, spiritual activity as well as demonic activity, as well as, you know, God is sitting up here and you can see that there is an explosion of so much things going on. And you have to be able to understand it's not about what is going on for you. It is going on what God has said and what will transpire. Now you have to at least sit there and wake up and realize this is what God has already said and spoken. Now we need to get with the program or you will be left here and you will start seeing more and more the increase of what the enemy has for the people that are left here. Let me say that one more time. Do you understand that we are living in the last days? We have so much more increase and so much more activities that it is becoming expoundingly clear 
that the enemy don't like us and we should not be like him. Do you understand that all of these people that are sitting up here and going to movie theaters and going to concerts that are not promoting God and it's blatant in your face now. It ain't something that's so, you know, off the wall. They're saying it in your face and spelling out his name. So now you need to understand we are in a warfare and we need to gird up our loins. We need to be able to sit there and do what God says do. And when I mean gird up your loins is you need to be able to position yourself and all that you have within God. And start putting on the blessed prey of righteousness, having the helmet of salvation. You need to be able to be in your word. You need to be fasting and praying. We need to have a spiritual awakening of what's going on in this whole entire time that we are living in. Not for us, not just for us, but to do what God says do. We're here for his purpose and his plan. It's not my will, but God's will be done. We have to do this and we need to start knowing and differentiating. We need to know the difference between holiness and hell. We need to know the difference and have discernment of who is a prophet and who is not, who is a prophetess and who is not a prophetess, who is of God and who is not. And it is starting to become so fundamentally clear. If you're walking in God's spirit, you're doing what God says do. You're starting to realize and waking up and saying, this is not my home. This is something we need to start realizing and talking and giving lively conversations. Because if we don't, we are going to lose the battle. And we are not supposed to lose the ultimate. We're not supposed to lose souls. We're supposed to win for those souls. We're supposed to sit there and be able to learn and start being able to minister and getting to our word so that when they do, anyone comes up to you and have a question about the word of God, you're supposed to be able to answer them in season and out of season. And into that regard, we are in a season now. You're starting to see a whole lot more demonic activity. You're starting to see a whole lot more different things going on. And I even looked it up before my Bible study of, you know, and the subject is Halloween. But I wanted to kind of not just tap dance, but also get into some of the things that we need to be talking about in which this topic is very profound and proclaimed. Hollow means sacred, which is uh, sanctimonious. But because Satan wanted to be able to duplicate what God has done, he put Hollow's Eve on there. And there is a time in the time that you have that there three o'clock is where they call it where the lines are so blurred and thin that demonic activity is able to come in. And because this time is coming up, do you understand you should not fear it? That is not what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is trying to educate you that you should need to be praying. You should be covering your family, your home on how this to combat the enemy. 
because there are so many different things that are out for our children, our next generation. And we need to educate them on the school system, on, you know, everyday activities, even the home and just being able to cover them, not just the prayer, but also talk to them. Because they have questions. They, they're just like you are. They're still developing. They're still trying to mature and find out who God is, what happened. And also at the same exact time, what is the relationship I have with God? Is it significant? How significant is for me? Should I be able to be sitting here and talking to him? How can I be able to talk to God? How can I communicate with God? And these are the things that we need to talk to them about. And it says it in the Bible, we should be talking to our children whether we're inside, whether we're going out, whether we are just hanging out with them, communicating with them, just the little things, because those little things will be able to build up to more so that they can be able to feel comfortable when they need to talk to you. And also at the same exact time, if they have questions or if something comes up that you're not there, that they can go and talk to God and speak to God and talk to God and tell him, look, this is what's going on, God. I need to be able to talk to you. I need to sit there and realize what is going on. And I need to effectively, immediately seek you. And how can I do that? But I wanted to kind of talk to you today also, too about and no Halloween is not uh in the Bible, but also there is scriptures talking about demonic activity, it's talking about how we should behave, how it is uh significant of now in this day and time that we should not be celebrating it because it is not of God. It is talking about the dead being able to get up and walk amongst the living. And then at the same exact time, it's talking about the veil. And also at the same exact time, you're talking about familiar spirits and, you know, you're talking about demons. And it just, to me, honestly, we need to sit there and we need to tell our children. It shouldn't be about dressing up because let me tell you something, all that stuff is associated with this time and you're accepting that time. You're accepting those things around your children, jack-o'-lanterns in front of your houses and all this other stuff. Do you understand that's giving in to what God has told you not to do? And I wanted to go first to Amos. And I thought this was befitting because God was talking to us in so many different ways. And while you're listening to me uh, turn my page to those uh, different scriptures, I want you to be able to get with your Bible and also whichever Bible you feel comfortable with and making sure this is of God, because sometimes people do put things in there. And I mean, man made that to discourage you and not to give you the whole entire truth of what God has given you. Amen. So please make sure that your word or the Bible that you have, whether it is paperback or what have you, um, NIV, I, I'm used to the King James version. Some people are used to the, you know, uh, NIV, which is the new international version, um, standard version, whichever one that brings it out to you more and that you can understand and comprehend it. Please go and, 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 and 
please and receive your Bible at this moment. Journal, also get pen and paper so we can start writing these scriptures down. And I had it in Amos, the fifth chapter, and it's talking about, let's go ahead and go to the 21st verse. And it's talking, well, I'm going to start on um, the 18th verse. And it says, woe unto you that desire the day of the Lord. To what end is it for you? The day of the Lord is darkness and not light. Verse 19, as if a man did flee from a lion and a bear met him or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. Now, what the word of God is saying is that we should not sit there and desire it because for us, the day of the Lord is becoming wickeder and wickeder. And also the same exact time is saying that, you know, on verse 19, if a man, you know, if he flees from a lion and he's met with with a he a bear met him. So it's like we get out of one situation thinking we're safe, but then we're meet we're met with a different situation. And it's a huge it's bigger than what we think. And I was equivalent to we get out of, you know, a car accident with another car, but then later on you get in a car accident with a Mack truck and it just, you know, escalates a whole lot more. And we have to be sound in what we know and whom we know in God. And then at the same exact time, as it says, you lean you or you went into the house thinking you're safe and lean his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. And I mean, it's just you're thinking you're safe, but really you're not. You have to think about where God needs for you to be, how God is putting this into your your soul. You cannot you cannot think that you're not going to you're not going to meet something head on. At this point in time, we have no time to be thinking that we're safe and get comfortable. We have no time to be comfortable. We need to be in our word. We need to be praying. We need to be fasting. We need to be getting in this word and getting a relationship with God so much so that we have to be the strength and the, and also we have to be the ones getting on the wall as Nehemiah. We have to be the prophets and the prophecies doing what God says, do evangelizing, talking to people, seeking and, and, and telling people what thus says the Lord, because it's high time We're it's all, it's almost time to go home. So we need to be doing those things. We need to be talking and searching out God for ourselves. And it says, verse 20, shall not the day of the Lord be darkness and not light, even very dark and no brightness in it. 21, 21st verse, I hate, I despise your feast days and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. 20, 22nd verse, though ye offer me burnt offerings and your meeting offerings, I will not accept them. Neither will I regard the peace offerings of your, excuse me, of your fat beast. Let me tell you something. It is not conducive for us to not do what God says to do. And then at the same exact time, your whole entire time of you serving God, but then you're out 
and you're doing these types of feasts. You're you're going out and you're giving these this candy to children and you're, you're out here, you know, having them dressed up. Do you understand they're already talking about a lot of people within the word of God and a lot of people that are of God that have been able to sit there and God has significantly given them dreams and visions of, you know, parents giving, you know, children um, their candy to their children and it's becoming laced with drugs and having all these different things going on. Do you understand that is so much. So do you understand? We need to be more sensitive. We need to be more discerning. This day is not our day to celebrate and we should not, we should restrict ourselves to not celebrating this holiday. It is not of God. And we should be able to respect God because this is a lower God. This is not even God. Uh, this is not his day. And we should sit there and not, and we should sit there and have our, that day and celebrate it in God's way. Talking to your children, sitting down in prayer, sitting down and, you know, significantly, you know, praying, going over your word, even putting on a a movie that is significant about what God is telling us in these last and evil days and going over those different things with your children. These are the things that we need to be talking to them about and not just them. And even if you're single, do not participate in these things. Do not go places where God has told you not to and has warned you not to because your life is at stake. Your soul is at stake. You don't even know where your soul is going to go. And if you're so significantly understanding of knowing what's going on, please, you need to go ahead and communicate, broadcast that to other people and letting them know that this is what God is requiring. And I'm telling you, so many people's lives are being lost. Sacrifices are being made on that day. Human sacrifices, animal sacrifices. They're going in, going in and sitting up there and, and, and doing things that are so ungodly to people. And then at the same time, they're sitting up here and having soul ties and all these different things. And do you understand that God is calling us to be holy and righteous so that we can break off the generational curses? We can break off things in our lives and in our marriages and in our children and in our bloodline. And having those things to be able to be done in Jesus name is so significant. We cannot sit here and just idly watch by. I don't want these things to go into my children. I don't, I want it to stop immediately in the name of Jesus, that it shall not touch them. It shall not go past, not even me, but it shouldn't even be nowhere near our family, our home our lives. So we need to be talking to them. We need to be discussing these things with them on a daily basis. If you see drugs and, you know, alcohol and, uh, promiscuous, pre-arranged sex before marriage, you have all lust, all these different things that's going on. 
in the body of Christ. We need to be talking to our children about it. We, we need to be giving them an understanding of what's going on. And we need to be talking to them immediately. And letting them know is important because the Bible is not PG. It is X-rated. But also at the same exact time, because it is X-rated, it has things that we need to know and we need to teach our children. It is not a pretty thing. We need to teach them the ins and outs, the goods and the bad things that happen in the word of God so that it doesn't go to them, that it doesn't sit there and, and dwell within them like it did for us. And I'm going to say this also, too, is that, you know, we have to, as a believer in Christ, we don't condone anybody sitting up here and hurting from church hurt. I don't condone any of that. But also at the same exact time, go, please go and seek health and healing for yourself because you don't want that going into your children. Now, I don't condone anybody hurting anyone that's in the body of Christ. I don't condone it. Absolutely not. But I'm telling you, start making sure that you start healing and you start realizing and don't sit there and let these people stay in the church. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. When you know there is somebody that's out there hurting children, hurting church members that's in your church, and you know full well their whole entire situation of what they've been doing, stop going to the church. And also if you're a pastor or over the head of the church, you need to immediately have them escorted out. Because if you don't, this will affect your church. And next thing you know, you have more things coming coming into your church than you thought because you let one thing come in and then there's 10 other things that's coming behind them. Let me say that. I don't know who I'm talking to, but let me tell you something from experience. God is telling you, start making sure that you do things for the ministry that you're doing for God. And then at the same exact time, you preserve the children. Don't sit up there and give them trunk or treats and all this other stuff and substituting because you think, oh, that's okay. And that's all right to celebrate that. No, we should sit there and have a stance for it. And you should sit there and understand and let these children understand and know you can buy, you can buy candy all the year long. But when you sit there and you start seeing candy and you'll see that, you know, these people, witches or warlocks or whoever is putting spells and incantations on those candies in order for you to buy them. And then it goes back to your home for that thing to stay in your home. Absolutely not. Not so. And I think and I know that God is sitting there and he's telling you start being able to have discernment, start sitting there and realizing that these things are not of God. And we should have our home as God would want us to have our home to be holy and righteous. Now, let me go back. And I'm saying this also in Malachi. Let's go to Malachi. And it's the last book of the old Testament. And it starts on the second chapter and it's the first verse. And it says, and now, O ye priest, this commandment is for you. Verse two, if ye will not hear and if ye will not lay it to 
heart to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts. I will even send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. See, this is for the priest and see now we have become the priest. We have had Jesus become our priest and that's why we do not have to do sacrifices, but we have people over us, overseers, pastors, preachers, some people are over us and they're supposed to teach us what God wanted us to know. And at the same exact time, now we're getting taught either the right things or the wrong things. Either you're false or either you're of God. So now we need to sit there and we need to address it. Now it's saying in the second verse one more time, if ye will not hear and if ye will not lay it to heart to give glory unto my name, saith the Lord of hosts, I will even send a curse upon you and I will curse your blessings. Yea, I have cursed them already because ye did not lay it to heart. When he's giving you all of these warnings and you haven't even hardened you you haven't even hearkened unto what God is saying you haven't even listened to what God is saying now he's saying he will sit there and curse your blessings because you did not lay it to heart verse 3 behold I will corrupt your seed and spread dung upon your faces even the dung of your solemn feast come on now and one shall take you away with it Verse four, and if ye shall know that I have sent this commandment unto you, that my covenant might be with Levi, saith the Lord of hosts. Verse five, my covenant was with him of life and peace, and I give them to him for the fear wherewith he feared me and was afraid before my name. I'm telling you. We need to start realizing that God is not playing. He hasn't been playing, but we need to realize more now than ever. We have to be the ones to sit here and we have to be able to tell the masses, tell the people what thus says the Lord. And you know, for a fact, what God has already told you. So stop sitting up here, shucking and jiving and do what God says do. Because now more than ever, he's calling for holiness. He's calling for righteousness. He's calling for us to do what God says do in this time period, in this time where we need to be holy and righteous in God's sight. Amen. Now let's go to Ephesians. And I thought this was befitting also, because even though it's not mentioning this type of feast, but you see God hates these feasts. And it says Ephesians chapter five, verse 11. And it says, I have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. Verse 12, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret. Verse 13, but all the things that are reproof are made manifest by the light for whosoever doeth maketh manifest is light. Verse 15, let's go to 15. See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. 
Verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Let me say that one more time. Verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Do you understand we are living in critical times where it is getting darker and darker and we need to be the light more than ever. We have to be the light. We have to set the example wherewith that we can be able to stand. And it says Ephesians fourth chapter and also the 27th verse. Let's go ahead and turn there. Amen. And I'm telling you, this is starting to become more and more profound. So please make sure that you know what God is telling you in this time, in this period. Amen. And it says Ephesians fourth chapter and the 27th verse. It says, neither give place to the devil. Let me say that one more time for the people. Let me go up. Verse 26, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Verse 27, neither give place to the devil. Let me say that. Oh, let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Neither give place to the devil. Don't give him any proper, any leverage, any type of situation that he can be able to receive in your family, in your home, in your finances, in your job, in your mentality, in the way that you think, in the way that you operate in God's spirit. Have no place for him to dwell. Amen. Now. Let's go to James. And it says James four. And it says, James, the fourth chapter and the seventh verse, submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Let me say that one more time. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. If we do what God says, do, do you understand? We can eat the good of the land. And if we submit ourselves to God, resist the devil. And he will flee from you. He will definitely leave because he sees that you have become a so much so God's child. There is nothing else that we can be able to do, but do what God says do. Amen. Now, also at the same time, we have a couple of more. So bear with me. And I love how God has to sit there and remind us whom we are and whom's we are. Amen. And it says in first Peter five and eight, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil as a luring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Let me say this one more time. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Now, I'm going to say this. If you are of God, he has no place to be in your life, no room to be in your life. So we, as the believers, we need to take our authority. We need to take up all that we have in God and we need to do what God says do. 
We need to sit there and take precedence. We need to be able to establish what God has told us to do in our lives, in our family, in our finances, in our relationships and different things. We have to be able to sit there and realize that God is the one that has established us, ordained us, purified us, taken care of us. And being able to rectify us through his son, Jesus. Let me say that one more time. He has been able to purify us, rectify us through his son. And also to establish us once again. So we need to be able to have that seriousness about where we are at. And the relationship we have with God. Amen. Let's go to Romans. And it says that in Romans, the 13th chapter and the 12th verse. And I'm saying this, I'm going to say this and I, I'm, but first let's go to Romans 12 chapter and the first verse. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse two. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let me say that. Let me go back. First verse of chapter 12, Romans 12. First verse. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse two, and be ye not, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Do you understand that our body should be a living sacrifice, a living testimony so that the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Ghost also, can be able to dwell within us and help us to learn what is right of God. What we, every time that we go out, people see who we are. They see the light. And they don't like the light if they're not having it within themselves. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. They don't love the light. They would rather stay in the darkness because of the sin that they're doing. But you need to be able to be of the light and live the light and have the light inside of you. Have the word as you are reading the word, have it applied to your life. And I was looking at one of the uh, postings about a TikTok, and I thought it was so, uh, so profound and convenient. And also it can be convicting if you're not doing it. Do you understand if we treated our Bible, like we do our phone, we pick that up the Bible up instead of the phone, we would be a whole lot long for longer in our, in our relationship with God. Let me say that one more time for people in the back. If we pick up our Bible instead of our phone, we would have more, more time with God, more status with God, more understanding of God, more, more 
understanding why he is the way he is and having a better relationship with God and being able to know the word, hear the word, and also be able to learn how to be able to navigate through this word of God. And I mean, honestly, sometimes you had to just sometimes you have to be able to, when you're trying to pick something up and, and I honestly, I tell God and I ask the Holy Spirit, you know, bring those quick in, quick in my mind, Lord, to go back to the scriptures that I need to go to quick in my mind and my heart to remember those things that I forget. And I've read them so many times, but I want you to quicken me. I want you to be able to give me those senses of the sharp sense of coming back and knowing where the God, where, where it is. And once saved, always saved. That is not right. You need to go back and repent and you need to sit there and and ex- tell God, come back into my life. I need you back into my life. And and also at the same exact time when you're asking for forgiveness and he's coming in and accepting you back into his life. Lord, I'm asking you right now, give me that that sharp understanding. Let let my mind go back to you. Let my heart go back to you. Let me, let me yearn back to you once again. Let me be able to keep staying with you. Let me be able to keep that light, that burn light in my my heart and my mind and my soul let me keep going back to you let me let me let you be my first love when I get up in the morning let let you be the first one that I want to hear from and let me be able to sit there and know who you are in my life and no matter what I don't care washing dishes or or or, or, or having to go to work and provide for my family let me be able to sit there and, and give you the moments that I need for you sometimes an hour and and then it may increase in those times but you want to spend time with God you want to be able to interact with him, interject with him, find out what he wants you to do, find out that, you know, you, you become less of you and more of him and having that relationship with him, like Enoch had and like Joseph had, and, uh, uh, just having those situations in those times and there's moments and, um, just having those times where you're believing God and, and blind faith. I mean, like Noah, I mean, just those times, I mean, Moses having those times I mean I don't know about you but just having that time that moment with him knowing when he enters the room you can feel his love and his kindness and his mercy towards you you can feel the love that God has for you and that he wants to hear from you that part I mean just being able to be at peace when it's so much chaos and you can be able to, to, to sleep and dwell in him and know who he is when the enemy even tries to come in and, you know, tries to come in like a flood. But the, the, the spirit of the Lord lifts up the standard, that part. I mean, I don't know how else to, to put it, but it's like, you know, like it's a fire shed up in your bones. You, you just cannot stop talking about God, even when you're at a different, you know, different places or what have you, you know who God is. And in that position of who God is, you want to keep staying with him. You want to keep knowing who God is. And I mean, it's just a lot of things going on, but you want to keep staying with him. You want to keep being in his presence. You want to, you want to be able to the time you wake up to the time you're going to sleep, that is just God and God alone. Amen. Now I have first Corinthians and the 10th chapter, and we're starting from the 14th to the 20, uh, 22nd verse. And it says, wherefore, my dearly beloved flee from adultery. 
I speak to, I speak as to wise men, judge ye what I say. 16 verse, the cup of blessing, which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread, which we break. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? 17 verse, for we began many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of one bread. 18 verse, behold, Israel after the flesh are not they which eat of the sacrifices, partakers of the altar. Verse 19, what shall, excuse me, what say I then that the idol is anything or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything. Oh, Lord. All right. Going to the 20th verse. We're going to go back. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. Let me let me go back and say that again. Verse 20. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. I'm going to say that one more time. Verse 20, and I'm coming from 1 Corinthians 10th chapter and the 20th verse. But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. Verse 21, ye shall not drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye should can ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. 22nd verse. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? I'm going to say, let me read 21 one more time. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Let me tell you something. When God delivers you out of that situation, you should not be going back to eat with anyone that is of Satan. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Do you understand there are so many sacrifices going on during this time and having rituals and all these different things? And do you understand they put things in people's food and all drinks and all this other stuff? And God is trying to tell you and significantly through the times of Paul writing is that we should not be fellowshipping. We should not be drinking with the devil. We should be realizing and understanding that our relationship with God is supposed to be sacred and holy and not going to Satan for anything. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Do you understand that God gives us gifts? And I'm telling you without repentance, but we shouldn't be going into the enemy's camp for nothing. When God has had everything that we need, we shouldn't be doing seances. We shouldn't be doing witchcraft. We shouldn't be astral protecting. We shouldn't be doing any of those things because that is of the enemy. God has given us so many different things. And I'm going to say it like I mean it. Don't sit there and think that, oh, Paul or different 
apostles have been able or disciples have been able to astral project. That is totally not of God. That is not of God. That is so Satan. And you need to correct yourself person that is thinking these things. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. These are the things that we need to be able to sit there as the body of Christ and know that while you're reading your word, you should know what God is telling the church. And these are the things that God is telling us on today. And even though it's not saying specifically, but God is honestly telling you in front of you that we should not have these types of feasts and we should not be celebrating these types of feasts. I don't care if there is a certain topic of Christianity that has stated on there, oh, you should be able to. No, you should not be able to. Absolutely not. God does not like your feast days. He does not like us being able to substitute the bunny for his son life. Let me say that one more time. Y'all don't understand when we're celebrating Easter, that is not of God. We say resurrection day. Easter is for the, uh, pretty much a fertility God, Dionysus. And also the same exact time. It is about, they're sitting up here putting a bunny instead of God's son is the main focus Christmas has become a main focus for Santa Claus instead of God's son, which was born in a manger. Let me tell you something. The background of Saint of Saint Nicholas or Nicholas Klaus, he had to go and he, he journeyed to Israel and he learned of who God's son was. And that's why he became the way he was. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. Y'all need to start realizing who has a season for the reason for the season every day for our lives. 365 days of the year is Jesus. He's the only reason why we have a connection to God. He is the only sacrificial lamb that was able to do the job and able to conquer death and hell and then be able to bless us and keep us. He's the only one and being able to risen and go back to God. He's the only one. He's the only wise God. I don't care what nobody says. Jesus was not a prophet, but he was the living son that we have a life and have atonement with God. That's the only reason why we can be able to live and do what God says do. Don't get it twisted that this this time of year, we should not be celebrating something that the enemy wants to sit there and kill us, but we should be celebrating the life that God has given us. We should be thankful for what God has given us. We should be so gracious this time. We should be so grateful and thankful that God has been able to have mercy upon us, that we've been able to see God and be able to live another day. And we have the, if not Paneo, we have the blood of Jesus We have the breath of life in us so that we can be able to do what God says do and be able to sit there and go back to our first love. That's why we should have this time. That's why we should know what God is telling us to do. And that's why we are who we are. Now, let me calm down.
Because I'm so tired of everybody sitting up there and sitting up there. I'm talking about saints of the most high. And you're sitting up there exposing your children and letting them go to where Satan needs for him to be so they can get caught up in it. Stop letting these things happen for your children. Let them and be able to cover them underneath the blood of Jesus. Stop sitting up here. I don't care what nobody says. Even if it's just you on the block and you're the only house that's not celebrating it do you understand that's the blood of jesus and you are supposed to be the edification you're supposed to be example to your children you're supposed to be example to your grandchildren you're supposed to be the one the only one to stand up then do it because i'm so sick and tired of every time that we are of the nation of god and doing what god says do but you want to be quiet this is war, and now we need to understand that we have been able to have so many captives going to hell instead of going to heaven. Do you understand these children are relying on you to tell them the truth? Then you need to go ahead and tell them the truth. You need to let them know that the enemy, which is Satan, has been able to come in and captivate kids. And then next thing you know, they are not of God. Y'all need to understand something. Demons are real. Hell is real. And we need to be teaching our children that. Oh, y'all don't. But see, the church don't want to say nothing. The church don't want to sit here and they don't want to talk to them about it. The church wants you to be so nimmy nimmy. Oh, well, you know, God bless you and God's going to give you cars and all these different things. But yet and still, you don't want to talk about hell and you don't want to talk about their soul. You don't want to talk about all the different things that they need for God to listen to them and hear from them and know what God needs from them. You, you, you don't want to hear. And and that's the thing we the the people of the saints of God needs to stop having itching ears. We need to know the truth and let the truth be as it's supposed to be. It's supposed to cut as a two-edged sword. It's supposed to heal you and take out the mess that you have. I'm talking about spiritual surgery. When you're doing something wrong, God's going to come in and he's going to rectify that situation and he's going to cut you and be able to, for you to be able to repent and go back to him. See, the church has not become the hospital. It has become the sanctimonious hell that some people are willing to sit there and stay every day, day after day, instead of changing their lives. Let me say that one more time for people in the back. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all need to understand that church should be a hospital for the, for the sinners, but also it should be a sanctimonious, holy, holy place for the saints to come in and dwell and gather and be able to go in and do what God says do. It shouldn't be where the child molester and all the rapists and all the murderers and everybody else that's coming into the house of God. They are getting comfortable in, in God's house when they shouldn't be there in the first place. Let me say that one more time for people in the back. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Do you understand that when you let all of this stuff come into the house of God and you let it fester and you let it grow? And you accept all these different rituals and all these different satanic messes going on, trying to keep people in pews and trying to keep money going. Do you understand God is the one that is supposed to be the benefactor and he's the one that gives the increase? 
I don't care if it was one or two people just coming to my Bible study. If I know that it was God and God alone that's sitting up here and doing what God says do. Do you understand? I would rather for those two people to keep coming to my Bible study instead of having 10,000 that are not faithful to God and that's not living on God's way. Let me, I'm going to say that like I mean it. You want so much to get caught up in fame and fortune. Do you understand? That's not the way that God want us to work. That's not the way that we're supposed to. We're here for God. We're here to be his example, his ambassador. We're not here to sit up here and go and celebrate all these different rituals that he told us not to. And then things are going to enter into your house. And then you wonder why you have to be able to be delivered. Oh, let me say that one more time for people in the back. You then you realize, and then you think in that. Wait a minute, hold up. What? What? what why my child is going over here? Why? Why? Why my son is being like this? Why I can't think? Why I'm having you know all of these different things going on in my household? Because you let the enemy in. You let them in, and you didn't care what was going on, and you didn't care about the casualties in your household. Let me say that one more time for people in the back. You let that stuff into your house, and now you have demons. You have, you know, all these different things running around your house, and you expect for God to sit up there and know mm -mm, that's not the way that God wants us to live. Amen, man. I'm a, and I'm a. Let me get one more um, scripture, and we're gonna probably have to do. Um, <laughs> Number two on this one, uh, not just uh, just the feast days. We're going to have to start getting into that more. But I wanted to go to Isaiah five, the fifth chapter and also the 20th verse, because we see so many times that as we read the word of God, it is a mirror. It is a oof, it is a it is a huge mirror of what is going on in today's society. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. It is a huge mirror to what is going on in today's society. And we need to wake up and realize this is going on. Let's go to Isaiah, the fifth chapter. I'm going to start at the 19th verse. That say, let him make speed and haste his work that he that we may see it. And let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw nigh and come, that we may know it. Let me say that one more time. That say, let him make speed and haste in his work, that we may know it. And let the counsel of the Holy One of Israel draw nigh and come, that we may know it. Verse 20, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Let me say this one more time. Let me let me go down to 21. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Verse 23, woe unto them that are mildly to, to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. Verse 23, which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. Let me say this one more time. 20th verse, woe unto them that cow evil, good and good evil. 
that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Do you understand this is what's going on right now with all the different things that's going on in the world? You hear so much so that we have good is called evil and evil is called good. And we as the body of Christ, this this time, this period, Halloween is evil. It's not good. We should not call it good. And we should tell the truth. It is not for us to celebrate. We should celebrate what God has given us, which is our lives. And we should be celebrating him. And we should be sitting there and protecting our children from what is going on at this time period. And we should not condone any of it. Not dressing up, not buying candy, no carving out jack-o'-lanterns, all this. No, we should not be condoning any of it. Now, we're going to go and we're going to talk about Romans 10, 9 through 13. And if anybody else and this has resonated with you, please let's 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 talk to God about this. And it says Romans 10, 9 through 13, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and thou shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 11th verse. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Verse 12. There is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. Verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you do not know God, do not know Christ, do not know his son, which is Jesus Christ, please go to Romans 10, 9 through 13, and it is a start to your life and it will get better. Let me say that one more time. It's not always going to be peaches and cream. We're going to have fights. We're going to have spiritual warfare. We're going to have Satan sitting up here and, you know, going and, you know, going to God daily and sitting there and saying, this person's doing this, this person is doing that. And, you know, he's in, then you have your flesh too. You have your flesh that wants to go, still go do those things. But when God enters into your life and the Holy Spirit is dwelling within you, it, less and less of those times you're going to be want to be around people and less and less those people are not going to want to be around you and you're not going to want to go to clubs or you're not going to want to frequent what you used to do you're not going to want to be able to go to those places or 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 do those type of things or hear those type of things and it's just going to start coming out of you so I want to encourage you on today to get into the word to not celebrate this unholy unrighteous time but go and get into your word and get a relationship with God it is the best investment for you and your life and we know that we win in the end that if you're a saint and of God you win in the end 
And then at the same exact time, please make sure you know who God is on in our lives. And I pray that we will have a um, episode two about this, but please make sure that you give pray prayer and gives time to God and also include Israel in these time in this season. Pray for them. Pray for all of us because wherever you're living at, pray that God will come through and, and seek and, and know who God is on today. And also at the same exact time, get prepared. It's, it's time. We need to get back into the word. We need to start telling our children. We need to do what God says do because we are living in the last and evil days and we need to be prepared. Amen. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you um, heard for today, please follow and subscribe. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, Amazon Music, Audible, Spotify, and Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung, Pod, Chaser, and other major flat platforms such as YouTube. You can also, if you enjoy what you've heard from this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating and help us reach more people. If you have any questions or comments, you know, please contact me on Facebook. It is written. My last name is L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. Once again, it is on Facebook. It is written. L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A. And on there, I usually uh, post uh, different like reels during the day um, and sometimes at nighttime. So please, you know, just check it out. Also, you can have me reach me at L-A-T-O-N-Y-A-U-L-L-O-A at U-N-A-P-O-L-O-G-E-T-I-C. P R P H E T dot O R G. It's Italian Uyola at Unapologetic Profit dot O R G. Once again, L A T O N Y A U L L O A at U N A P O L O G E T I C P R O P H E T dot O R G. I am excited. I am so happy. Thank you once again for listening to me. For the ones that have just started listening to me, thank you. For the ones that have, you know, taken a chance on me and you just listened to me by happenstance, thank you. Uh, For the ones that's been with me for the longest and, you know, they from day one, I appreciate you also. But I want you to know that this is the time, this is the season that we need to be thankful to God and we need to be thankful for one more day. We need to be so elated in this time and the season because we have been chosen for this time and the season and do what God says do. And even in the last and evil days, do you understand we are here for a purpose and a plan and do it in God's time. Do it where God is such more enthusiastic, such more, you know, compelling people to come and do what God says do. And also the same exact time, make sure you're of God. If you have any problems, questions or comments, call me, talk to me. I, I am, you know, 
I am willing to listen and I am willing to even pray with you and also make suggestions and let's just, let's talk to God. I mean, let, let us all be able to have that communication and start doing what God says do. And I mean, reach out. I mean, I've had comments. I mean, questions and there is no, 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 no question that cannot be listened to and and established, but also at the same exact time, know who God is for yourself. And like I said, also, if you have this time and this period, you know, God gives you peace in the midst of the storm. So if there's so much chaos and everything else, you know, find time, just a little bit of time to talk to God. And also at the same time, you know, let God guide you on what to listen to and the music and um, prayers and, you know, just doing what God says do. And God will definitely t- show you who is who is for him and who is against him. Amen. But during this time, please, I'm asking you pray, pray for Israel. Also pray that God will be able to make miraculous changes for you in your life, as well as accepting him into your life. Amen. Because I'm telling you, you wouldn't, you would not regret. You tried everything else. Try him. And he is more than able to exceedingly abundantly all that you can think and know he can be able to do it for you. Amen. And I thank you so much for listening to me on today. And also too, at the same time, We're going to get some more things coming open. So be excited. Know who God is for yourself. And like I said, I thank you once again for listening to me and do what God says do. Because in this time and this season, we need him more than ever. Amen.